With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I hope you're having a fine Tuesday day here. Of course, you could be watching this on Wednesday or I guess Thursday morning. And if you are, thank you for doing that. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get notified when these top five videos come live each and every week. I do run three or four of them. And this one is the PGA DFS top five sleepers for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And while there are a good amount of golfers at 9,000 or above, the ownership is relatively spread out. So, the two guys that I'm picking here this weekend, that range, they're closer to 9 or 10%, so maybe not defined as true sleepers. But, again, I like to leverage the low-owned plays up top. The low-owned studs, I should say. That's try to how I go about it. Now, picking the right studs on a daily, weekly basis is something that is rather difficult in the game of golf with high variance it is. But, that's what we do here. We try and especially in this video where we're really focusing on GPP contests, last week, well, I got you half the way there. I got you the winner as Colin Morikawa came in at about 7% owned right around there and did find the win. Sung JM, top 30, not great, had a bad back nine on Sunday. Uh, Matthew Wolf, he withdrew, so we'll just skip right over that. Victor Perez had a good Thursday, not a good any other day, and Cameron Champ just couldn't get the putter rolling, but everything else looked pretty good, so... Whenever you get the winner in a sleeper, that's pretty good. I'll give myself a BB plus because the other ones were not that great. Plus, I had the withdraw and a no cut. That obviously is not going to help anybody. So let's go ahead and jump into this week's top five PGA DFS sleepers for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Let's go ahead and start off right away with Ian Poulter. Here's a guy that normally at 7,300 coming in off of a pretty good start there in Puerto Rico. Hasn't missed a cut here in like seven years. Coming in at 7300 for me, that's a great price. I thought he'd be 10 15% owned, but nope. He's projected at 3% owned. If you want to verify these ownership projections or check out the entire field as well, I want to make you know, if you're checking this out on Tuesday, this is March 2nd, ownership projections are free from us here at Osmo.com, so a great tool to go and check out some of the best in the industry. Okay, so for, by, back to Ian Poulter. Seven straight cuts here. Nice start there last week at the Puerto Rico Open, 35th, so why not 3% owned? Look at his strokes gain ranks. He's struggling a little bit on the approaches. That's why he hasn't had any big finishes. 213th there, but off the tee is consistent, 117. And, of course, his short game uh, is very good, 10 and 66 around the green and putting. All right, now number four sleeper of the week. It is Eric Van Ruyen. I love to target this guy in GPP formats. It's pretty simple reason why. 
He's high scoring. He's highly volatile. But if he misses the cut, at least if he's in a GPP format, he may not kill you all that much. Plus, he's coming in at 2% owned, $6,900, his first trip here to the Arnold Palmer Invitational. But he seems to do well on courses that are rather difficult. Some of his best finishes come in that format. Of course, he finished 37th, but coming off a very good Sunday there at the concession last week. We look at his strokes gain ranks. He's pretty average. He's kind of like your uh, Sebastian Munoz type, who's good at everything and then gets hot with almost every part of his game. But when he's cool, he's cool with everything. 107 off the tee, 82nd on the approach, 84 around the green, and 113 putting. Again, he has the ability to get hot with everything, but also very cold with everything. That's why, again, GPP target Eric Van Royen. Okay, number three checking in is Byung Hun An. Another guy that has yet or failed to miss a cut here in the last five or six years. A decent start again. Very similar to what I said about Ian Poulter coming in 35th last week in Puerto Rico. But I think he'll be able to use his skill set here a little bit more. We check in on our strokes gain rank. 131 off the tee, 39th on the approach, 14 around the green, and 231 putting. We all know the story about Benny Ann and his putter. If you're just joining these videos or just joining PGA DFS, he is self-proclaimed as one of the worst putters on the PGA Tour, and obviously the strokes gain rank shows us that. But at $7,100 and 3% ownership, with course history as good as he has, including a top 10 two years ago, I think it's a great start here for Byung Hanan. All right, and now my two high-owned sleepers of the week i'm sorry to higher priced i apologize not higher owned if they're higher owned how are they sleepers sorry about that haven't had my second cup of coffee here yet in the morning first guy i want to talk about is tommy fleetwood all right here's a scenario where a couple of years ago francesco melinari came in right at the same price i think it was ninety one hundred dollars roughly in the five to ten percent range definitely not above ten but not below five either and he had pretty good form he had a good start prior to it nothing nothing superb and I'm feeling something similar here with Tommy Fleetwood. Now, the 44th place last week wasn't great, but he lost six strokes putting. Tommy Fleetwood is not going to lose six strokes putting every week. That just doesn't happen. Plus, these greens are a lot easier here than last week. So let's just say he doesn't lose the six strokes putting. He shoots five under. Well, five under would have gotten him inside. the would have tied him around top 25, top 22. And that's with not even having the entire part of his game. So I'm trying to relate that to the exact same scenario as a couple of years ago with Molinari. We know he's got good course history here coming in third a couple of years ago with a chance to win. So at under 10% ownership and $9,000, I think Tommy Fleetwood is a great sleeper pick this week. And while I probably shouldn't have saved this guy to last because at this point he's pretty much a standard uh, play here in this sleeper range, but this week, maybe I'm a little bit more tentative to play my guy, Jordan Spieth. Coming in at $9,300, his price has dramatically increased just after three good starts. He's back to where he was priced at for years, where I was playing him for years. But we don't have any course history here. None. He hasn't made one start in his first seven years on the PGA Tour. Maybe even eight now. The guy's been around since like 2013 or 14 crazy so i don't really know what to think about it i love to see you know uh spieth on a course before to see how it sets up with him obviously his game is a little bit different than everybody else's he has won in florida before at the valspar innisbrook and i would say that innisbrook is not a terrible comp for uh this course though there is certainly more water here on this golf course than there is at innisbrook so maybe that will eat spieth up this week however he's one of only two golfers that right now are projected under 10 percent owned that are at 9,000 above. Fleet with the other, and Matt Fitzpatrick is coming in right at 10%, like 9.8 or something. So you had three options. 
I pick Spieth and Fleetwood. I think they're in a better place than Fitzpatrick, and they're cheaper. Maybe not a better place than Fitzpatrick. He's played good, but certainly cheaper. So let's go ahead and round it up. Ian Poulter, 7,300 at 3% owned. Eric Van Ruyen, 6,900 at 2% owned. Byung Hyun An, 7,100 at 3% owned. Tommy Fleetwood, 9,000 at 9% owned. And Jordan Spieth, 9,300 at about 9.2% owned. That will do it for my PGA DFS top five sleepers for the Arnold Palmer Invitational. And of course, if you're looking for more stats, which I didn't cover the last two guys, Strokes Gain Power Rank, if you want to know about Spieth, well, everything is improving. 100th on the approach, 12th around the green, 55th putting, 191 off the tee, obviously. That's so bad for Fleetwood, 187 off the tee, 139 approach, 28 around the green, and 172 putting. Again, that'll change again here this week. If you want to find out more about that, or the rest of the field's Strokes Gained Power Ranks, check out my data-driven article out every Tuesday morning. By the time you're listening to this, it's likely going to be live. It includes all of the Strokes Gained ranks for this year for golfers competing, some old-school statistics, course history, and, of course, some recent form. So until next time, everybody, thank you for joining. Make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel on the way out. And we will see you back tomorrow morning for the top five fades at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Cheers, everybody. Thank you.